A very warm welcome to Travel First and with me, Chris Coleman, who is about to travel aboard a ship for the first time in, what, three or four years. And there was Talladega Nights. This is 19 Nights with Chris <laughs> Coleman and his beautiful wife. Is that not correct? It, that's very close to the mark, Alex. 19 Nights on board Royal Caribbean's Ovation of the Seas. Now, Ovation of the Seas is is one of the third largest classes of cruise ships in the world. So it's not the third largest ship, but it's in the top. I think it's in the top twenty, maybe even the top ten cruise ships in the world. But you've got uh, you've got some bigger Royal Caribbean ships, then you've got another line, and then you've got uh, the, the the Quantum class of, of ship. The first was launched in twenty fourteen or thereabouts. This one was launched in twenty sixteen. Uh, and holds just shy of, at maximum capacity, 5,000 people. So it really is a floating city, and I'm going to live there for the best part of three weeks. Fantastic. 19 nights. And do we know how many – do we call them floors? What do we call them? Um, um, decks. Decks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm floored. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just went totally blank. Okay, so how many decks <laughs> – are there on the ovation? For the guests, there are 14. There right. are another two that guests don't get to go in. They're right down at the bottom. They're, they're, they're the staff quarters uh, uh, and, and engineering like areas Titan, and stuff. This is Titanic, the, the, the movie where, you know, you, you have, <laughs> I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mention Titanic when you're talking about cruise ships. Good Lord, no. no. no, no. No, but I'm just, I'm just thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio and that are going upstairs and, you know, to it up a deck to woo. Yeah, no, well, he, he, he wasn't staff. He was a passenger. The, pas- the passenger accommodation, even in the, in, on the lower deck interior cabins, is considerably better than what Leo had uh, in there. Is this... <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, mate. Maybe... That, that is fantastic. <laughs> maybe you and your wife can play this out. She can be upper deck and you can be lower deck and you can live somewhere in the middle. <laughs> there, there's, there's much to enjoy. Your 19 oh, nights are special. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be a long way up. I'm just going to say That's that we're cool. a long way up. We're not in the penthouse, but we're pretty close to it. We, we've lashed out on this one. This is a cruise we've been waiting on for quite some time. Uh, so we're in one of the upper 2,091 staterooms. There's the, uh, altogether 1,572 of them, by the way, have a balcony. So now the, 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 it's it's now, it, it's a marvel of design that they can put so many b- balcony rooms on board one ship these days. So um, yeah, 1,572 have a balcony and another 148 have, have a, a, an outside window. So that gives you some indication as to the size of, of, of the ship and, and, and the view there. What about there. the cabins themselves, though, Chris? I mean, in terms of cabin size compared to, obviously, if you are staying in a hotel, a hotel room, unless you're in a country where they have small hotel rooms, a cabin is going to be considerably smaller. It, it, it is, and I promise I will work out a way to do this mobile when when we're on board, and I'll, I'll I'll take you on a tour of our cabin. We've got a balcony cabin. We've actually got a large balcony cabin because, funnily enough, I'm one of those people who on a cruise likes to sit outside with his feet up on a, on a deck chair with a cocktail in one hand and a book in the other. So, uh, just rest assured, while we're sailing, uh, you will get the tour of our cabin. And if I can talk the people on on board into it, if there's a, if there's a chance, mm. I'll see if they can if they'll let me go other places as well and show you what some of the other cabins 
are like. But there's so much to do. The thing is, yes, it's smaller than a hotel room. But the thing is, you're not on board to just spend time in your cabin. No, There's no, stuff to do on board. Not. And, of course, you're stopping at various ports, by the way. We stop at Moria in French Polynesia. We spend uh, an, an overnight stop there. Uh, we go to Papaiti in Tahiti as well. Uh, and when we, after we cross the international date line, we head to New Zealand and we'll visit Napier and Wellington and Picton before... Uh, so so one, night, one night in each of these ports, correct? And it's overnight. Well, one, one day you arrive, you arrive day, I mean. yes. very early in the morning and you spend the day... And then later in the evening, you, you sail on. Depending on how far you've got to sail to the next place, um, you, you can sail out quite late and arrive uh, quite early. I've been in some on some cruises where it's only a three-hour sail overnight, so the ship, ship sets sail at about midnight and arrives at 3 a.m. Uh, and so when you get up, you have your breakfast and you go out and explore the city. How close to, like, okay, if you look at Melbourne, it, Port Melbourne to the city, I presume you can pre-organised tours in each of these locations? You, you, you can pre-organise tours. Cruise lines are very good at organising tours as well. So if you, if you want to travel uh, and, and let other people do do the arrangements for you, you can do that. If you want to travel with, with, with a tour group, you can do that. If, and however, you, you, you're more self-motivated, uh, I'm, I'm more of a self-motivated, self-guided tourist and we'll probably set, 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 set forth and explore the towns by ourselves. Um, it, we have uh, undertaken organised tours as well. It just depends on the mood, really. Uh, you do need to book many of the shore excursions beforehand, and this is my first time on a ship this size. This is a five, basically 5,000 people, more than that once you include the crew. How many trips have you actually taken on the cruise liner? Uh, on, cruise, on, on cruise lines, one, two, three, four, five. And what's so been this the is, largest? This is my sixth cruise. What's been the largest so the, far? Prior the largest was... Uh, was it was a, a previous Royal Caribbean ship uh, called Oasis of the Seas, which we went on was our, I think our second cruise. Uh, we did another large cruise to Singapore just prior to COVID arriving. In fact, so give me, it, give me some idea of the numbers. Not, not, not close to this. About okay. about about three thousand. About three three and a half thousand. So this is a whole step up again. And and I I, I would imagine that they set it up for the for, for the shore excursions and if they start getting booked close to getting booked out they get additional capacity added where possible because they do want oh, as I'm many people as possible to be able to go on shore one thing that i'm interested in is it an older demographic or what in terms of those that cruise on board the royal caribbean ships it, it, it's it varies uh, and it's going to be interesting to see this one. This is the first time we sail, we, we've flown overseas to sail with Royal Caribbean. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I've been on, but I've been on some cruises which have been very much dominated by younger people, and other cruises where where it's been an older crowd. Okay. Uh, this mm-hmm. one, with with me being in my in my, in my early fifties, it's going to be interesting to see how this cruise pans out. I suspect it's going to be a very wide range. Probably not a lot of y- younger families because it's not in school holidays, and. It is a repositioning cruise, so it's it's a fairly lengthy investment in terms of time. It's nineteen nights or so twenty one days if you include boarding and, and disembarkation. Well, days. So really I suspect question. it'll be more retired people or, or, or that or, or or the more affluent people who've got the ability and the wherewithal to take three weeks away. Now you may not want to answer this, and I, I understand, but I want to get some idea. I've got no idea what a cruise costs, no idea whatsoever. So mm-hmm. okay, this is this is something that is a special experience. No, three weeks, that's, that's a, a decent stint. 
And I, I know what I would allocate if I'm going to go to a particular location, how much I'd pay for hotel accommodation and how much I'd pay for sightseeing. So I'm curious because I'm going to break it up into nights. For you and your wife, in round terms, give me some idea. We're not spending ten grand on on uh, on accommodation and airfares. So, does that does that help? It, it comes in under it ten does. grand once you include our flight to Hawaii and back. Now, okay. we, you could do it cheaper. I'll, I'll say that we've we've gone for a large balcony room, so that is 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 in the the the, the higher end of a standard cruise. You can do it a lot cheaper as well. You can do it on a lower deck interior interior cabin for probably half the price that they're paying. You can also do it for. And I hope the people at Royal Caribbean don't mind me saying this, insane amounts of money. You can go <laughs> and have access to uh, the Royal Suite or the Owner's Suite. And some of these are, are, are dual, or depending on, on the ship you're on, they're, they're two-storey cabins. They have a slide for the children to go from the top to the bottom. They have double balconies. They Some of them come with their own valet, butler. Um, and for those, you're, you could be talking, for a cruise at this length, you could be talking... $35,000, Wow. But it would be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Sure. But, I mean, I, you break that up for the 21 days, let's say, it, it, just for ease of calculation, you're looking at around about 500 bucks a day or less. Now, if you go to Europe, you're going to be spending 300 bucks plus for a semi-decent mm-hmm. hotel room. And you're going to be spending 100 to $200 a day on accommodation and food, uh, sorry, on sightseeing and food. So there you go. You've answered my and question. And then throw in, throw in, and I remember talking to you during your big Europe expedition a few years ago, you've also got to throw in your travel costs. Now, I know you can get a Eurail pass or in Japan you can get a Japan pass, which, sure. by the way, if you've never been to Japan, about the most impressive investment you can ever make is a, is a Japan rail pass. But you still got to factor in those travel costs as well. Mm, on board a cruise true. ship, on board a cruise ship, you can spend extra money. It's very easy to spend extra money. Mm. You can also not spend another cent. If you are suitably motivated, you can sit back with your feet up on the balcony, watch the world go by, and go to and, and get on and off. All meals, and all not spend meals are cent. catered for. Every every meal is catered for. You, you can get a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner. Now, sure. Um, you can also upgrade, and grand? we will be on numerous occasions. Sorry, say again? Is that 10 grand inclusive of all three meals? Including, inclusive of breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. But not drinks. And snacks in between if you so desire. But not drinks? Not drinks. No. Yeah, that's now, right. no I just wanted to make that clear. I mean, I drink, know you can get a drink. drink you, you can. Um, drinks packages... Uh, are designed probably uh, probably more for shorter cruises. If you're on a on a on a, on a five to seven night cruise and you want to have a party each day, a drinks package is great. I think when you get to a eighteen or nineteen night cruise, um, you're going to be arriving at the other end and after a new liver if you've really given the drinks package a good workout. Yes, we're not recommending that, folks. By the way, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Yes. Even if you are going to a country with very good medical care, but uh, look. Well, actually, sorry. I will Let, again when we get I'll, on board explain more about what we're paying for and what we what, what we've paid extra for and what we've what what actually come this is important though this is important travel insurance. Now, I ask this question conscious of the fact that whenever I've travelled overseas and it's been quite a number of years, 
because of circumstances, but I always took out travel insurance. Now, since COVID, has that become harder and more expensive? And what happens? I know that COVID has changed the world. If you end up, God forbid, in a bad way, is that covered? Um, I have to double check. Okay. But uh, what I will say is, and I'm going to hold this very carefully at this point, is that I do a lot of my payment for my travel on that one. Yeah, which gets you... And we've, we've had... Yeah, that, that complimentary gets you... travel insurance, yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 will be, I will be double-checking... Yeah. I will be double-checking that uh, before, we, before we take off, um, which is not too far away. But my, uh, but but uh, yeah, for, for travel insurance, the, the cost of travel insurance overall, purchasing travel insurance has gone through the roof in yeah. recent times. I'm not surprised. Um, if I've got to pick up an, an additional uh, attack on coverage, I'll be doing that. But that card, uh, in addition to having a very high yield for frequent flyer points on the Flying Kangaroo, uh, also has very very good travel insurance. And yes, I've had to make claims against it in the past. Um, you keep your That's receipts, you get Express home, August. make. Qantas card, isn't it? The American Qantas American Express. That is, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Look, let, let's let's give let's give it a wrap. It's the American Express yeah. Qantas uh, Ultimate card, uh, mm-hmm. and I've had one for for several years now. Yeah, and yes, it come it comes with travel insurance, and we've had we've had situations where we've had to make claims against it. Get home, make a phone call, scan and email the receipts in, and we've had the money in our account by close of business the next day. Terrific. Well, look, Chris, we will hear from you throughout the journey. We hope to speak to you as often as we possibly can. By all means, uh, pigeonhole people, tell them you're a very famous Australian and maybe they'll <laughs> deem it appropriate to speak with you. But I, I hope you have a wonderful trip. And uh, I look, I think just the adventure of it sounds extremely pleasing to me. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a little fella. I could actually carry your luggage. You're a little fella. You could actually fit inside my large suitcase. Oh, good. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> off with your head. We'll catch up next time on Travel First. You've been listening to Travel First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.